Thank you again for listening to our podcast today. Thank you so much for your support. We worship on Sunday at 10 a.m. here at St. John's Lutheran Church in the heart of downtown Martinsburg, West Virginia. Know that you're always welcome to our table and to our worship. God bless. And we hope you enjoy today's message. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. He said, therefore, what is the kingdom of God like? And what should I compare it? It is like a mustard seed that some one took and sowed in the garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. And again he said, To what should I compare the kingdom of God? It is like the yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Christ. You all may be seen invite children to come forward. To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like a mustard seed. Eighteen years ago, you all took on a major commitment. Start a preschool to help nurture the minds of young children. Eighteen plus years ago, you all had a vision. Kathy was telling me about this vision at our mutual ministry committee this week. You all had a vision to start a school that would outlast pastors, that would outlast leadership. You all would start a school, and here we are, 18 years later, installing Miss Christy Costello as the fourth director of the Mustard Seed. The Mustard Seed is a unique place. Over half the staff have been with the Mustard Seed for 10 years or more. Christy has been here 18 years. Her first class of preschoolers graduated high school this past May. And for the most part, she still keeps in touch with all of them. Three years ago when I came here, the board took on the hard task to help lay the future, lay out a future for our school. We pray for God's spirit to come upon us and help us determine which direction we need to go. We developed a mission and a vision statement. We began the hard work of building relationships between parents, students, teachers, and the congregation, work that is still ongoing. One thing that Ms. Christie said in her interview when she was applying for the job, said that, talked about the importance of having a connection between the congregation and the mustard seed. That it is vital to the success of the mustard seed that there be a connection to work we do as a Lutheran church in downtown Martinsburg and the work the school is doing. Coming here together today and publicly committing the office of director to Miss Christie during Sunday morning worship is just the start or the continuation of building this relationship. And it's my hope that in the future we set aside one Sunday a year like we did to, are doing today and celebrate all things mustard seed. And that we as a congregation continue to pray, uplift, hold accountable, and affirm the work the mustard seed is doing. But Miss Christie's installation is not the only reason we are here today. The word of God is front and center, the chief reason as to why we gather. Part of the mission of the mustard seed is to create a nurturing environment that provides an exceptional Christian education. You can't have Christian education without the Word of God. Even the name of the school is named for a particular meaningful parable. The text appointed for today, as found in your celebrate, is a wonderful text. It's a good text. It's a fine text, had it been a regular Sunday morning. But this appointed text in your celebrate is a, is a little bit terrifying for kids especially, 
Foxes have their holes and birds have the air, have, have the air and nests. But the Son of Man has no place to lay his head down. You can't really talk to kids about that stuff. Trust me, I will probably try on Wednesday at chapel and fail miserably. If we're going to give thanks to God from the mustard seed, we need to talk about the parable of the mustard seed. The name that the school chose was not chosen by accident, but was intended to set the foundation for the future of the school. The mustard seed is a parable about planting seeds. Not just any seeds, but any but, but weeds. It's about planting weeds. Pesky weeds. But Pastor, the text, the mustard seed says it grows into a tree and the birds of the air can dwell and live safely and securely there. Yes, that's exactly what the text says. However, most people today, unless you grew up on a farm or in, rural, in a rural area, don't know much about wild mustard. It's a weed that farmers spray to get rid of. Jesus is preaching to a bunch of farmers who know all about mustards while mustard. The real question about this parable is why is Jesus describing the kingdom of God like a weed? To understand a strange comparison, we first must understand why Jesus would use the parable in the first place to talk about the kingdom of God. Now, if you've been coming to St. John's for the past three and a half years, or three years that I've been here, you probably have this definition committed in your mind and are about to roll your eyes when I say it. But it nonetheless... It's an important definition for us all to remember, especially as we approach the time in the church here when we will be reading a lot of parables. It's a good refresher. So the definition I like to use to talk about parables is parables function as metaphors. Metaphors challenging or inviting the audience into a new or deeper experience of God's dominion. A dominion identified with those who are last, lost, least, little, and lifeless. When Jesus uses a parable, his intent is to remind the people that the kingdom of God is not for the powerful and prestigious, but it's for the last, the lost, the least, the little, and the lifeless. The kingdom of God has the most power for people who have nothing left to give, for people who are powerless, for people who have no voice, for people who have no way to take care of themselves. You know, like people who are like two, three, and four-year-olds. People who like to shove things up their noses for no apparent good reason, who can't cook their own meals, who can't go to the bathroom on their own. The kingdom of God is for people like our children at the mustard seed, just as much as it is for adults, just as much as it is for the poor, neglected, despised, hated people of our community and our world. Often when we think of the kingdom of God, we think of the kingdom of God as being this big, prestigious place. We think of pearly gates, streets covered in gold, huge mansions. In the Old Testament, the kings, who are often portrayed as bumbling fools the further you go down the line away from King David, they describe the kingdom of God as a mighty and tall cedar where the birds of the air can make their nests and dwell safely on the tree branches. Mustard plants are by no means as tall as a cedar tree. They can hardly stand up on their own. And maybe you'll find a mature one out in nature but it gets no bigger than the average shrub. And a shrub is no cedar. With that knowledge of a true nature of the mustard plant, Jesus' emphasis is therefore not on the glory of the future kingdom, but on the present sign of its presence. The mustard seed is a parable of the kingdom's beginning, not of its final manifestations. And how fitting that the name chosen for our school, a place where we walk 
and educate children in the very beginning of their life is called the mustard seed. How fitting of a name for a school that might be small when you compare it to others, but in its smallness is able to create an environment where children are introduced to the love of God at a very early age. Through a program we seek to provide an exceptional Christian educational experience, plant seeds for a love of learning and meet a child's developmental needs. How fitting of a name for a school which serves as a, such a humble beginning in a child's life, but has the potential to affect a child's future for many years to come. We often expect the kingdom of God to come in like a mighty cedar. We often read the Bible and see Jesus as this mighty, powerful, towering figure. This parable reminds us that even though Jesus' ministry might have been accompanied by mighty deeds, it was like a mustard seed, merely a promise of a mature plant. And had Jesus' opponents read the scriptures more closely, they might have recognized that they should be, have been looking for the sprig God had promised a plant rather than a full-grown cedar. Miss Christie, 18 years ago, you started here as a teacher. 18 years later, those children all grown up into adults, about to face a world that can be a wonderful place to live and a terrifying place at the same time. 18 years later, these children are about to go into the world and change the world. And some will be teachers, some will be HVAC technicians, some will be electricians, some will be students. Maybe, maybe one or two of them might be a pastor. You never know. Their future is not yet set, but you, this entire institution, and this congregation played a vital role in setting them up to face the world. You planted a weed, and look what God can do with weeds. Create a place where we might safely dwell, the Almighty. The seeds we plant today might not produce mighty cedar trees. The seeds we plant today might very well be considered as weeds by the rest of the world. Weeds that the world tells us to pull, destroy. But we as Christians, as educators, as fellow heirs of God's kingdom, see the potential that these weeds have for the world. That these weeds will one day grow into a shrub and be a safe dwelling place for all of God's people. From the smallest to the oldest, to the richest to the poorest and everything in between. For God's kingdom knows no bounds. Christy, Nikki, who else is here? Angel, Melissa, Sandra, I'm forgetting your daughter's name, Shannon, Shannon, Megan, everybody. There's some more people back there. Jenny, Wendy, people of God, do not worry about planting cedar trees. Do as your Lord commands and continue to plant weeds and watch what God can do with them.